right. Hey, welcome back to the SBA Network Small Business Hour, 97.1, the FM Talk Station. My name is Mark Dio. Joining me, the inimitable Matthew Walker. And uh, boy, I tell you, uh, folks, what is the show all about? Uh, for four and a half years now, what we've been doing, hopefully, is helping you to become more successful in your business, to be more profitable, more productive, you know what, and even to uh, get out there and network more effectively. And it's not mm-hmm. about, Matthew, it's not. We always say it all the time. It's not about working harder, is it? Correct. It's all about working smarter. Just a little bit smarter. And what we try to do is every single week bring you, as we have done, uh, some of the leading experts in business thinking today. And Mm -hmm. uh, folks that are, uh, you know, setting trends. uh, Folks like... People uh, on the cutting edge. People on the cutting edge. Uh, A few weeks ago, we had Zig Ziglar on the show. And Jay Abraham's been on the show, of course. And uh, Seth Godin going to be joining us. Next week. Next week, boy, uh, excited what, about that one. Uh, what a co- today! I am so excited because yeah. one of my heroes, and uh, I think probably, a lot of the- probably <laughs> the the best-selling author we've had on the on the air. I think I, the, the number one best-selling author. We'll have to give him great appreciation. Uh, is uh, joining us today, author of I gotta say over sixty books now, huh, Matthew? I, I think I think it's in the in the sixties. We'll, we'll have to ask. Him. You'll recognize this person, folks. He's author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, and I think there's a Chicken Soup for the Soul for just about every group of people yes. out there. <laughs> chicken Soup for the Soul for uh, you know uh, mothers wonder, and pets. And I, I wonder <laughs> if there's a Mark. I wonder if there's a Chicken Soup for the video game player soul. Hey, we'll have to ask, well, folks. Welcome to our show today, Mr. Jack Canfield. Hey guys. Well, uh, Jack, uh, all of Los Angeles is on their feet cheering for you. And uh, uh, in all seriousness, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Jack, uh, coming on the show and talking to us. Uh, it is. Uh, it has become a. Um, it really has become a, a culture. In I think uh, the area of self improvement and hasn't it chicken soup for the soul? No, yes, it has. We, as you mentioned, we have over sixty one titles and we're in thirty nine languages, eighty million books published, and uh, eighty million helping books. lots of people. Yeah. Wow! And you know, we'll, we'll save you the pop quiz of having you name all sixty one. Right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if there's chicken soup for something. Did you ever think, Jack, that, um, the, that that it would grow into something like this when when you and uh, uh, Mark Victor Hansen wrote the book? Well, when we wrote the first book, we intended it to be a bestseller. We uh, thought we'd do a couple sequels, but we never in our wildest dreams thought it would turn into a series of 60 books. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you probably uh, uh, get uh, uh, probably thousands of letters and emails uh, every every week or maybe even every day. I don't know. But you probably get a large number of, uh, of people giving you feedback of, uh, you know, how it's helped to inspire them. Is that not true? It's true. We get letters from prisoners saying, if I had read stories like this when I was a kid, I wouldn't be in prison now. People in business who say they've doubled their income and doubled their time off. People, uh, you know, that are authors who are now best-selling authors because of what they've learned from us. So it's it's really exciting to know that we've impacted people, uh, teenagers who... We have, we have over 2,000 letters from teenagers saying I was going to kill myself, oh my but because of reading God. your books, I didn't do that. Oh, my God. This is beyond a job. This is beyond a career for you. This has really become a, a mission. To, it really is. Yeah. And, and you, know, uh, I, I, you know, we talk about this all the time, and we've had folks uh, uh, on the show like, like yourself, uh, you know, people that are highly respected. We, you know, we try to help small business people to sort of think out of the box. And, you know, it, Jack, it's not... 
so much about making money anymore. It's not about, you know, getting out there and, you know, rough doggy dog world. It's really a, about getting out there and, and helping people and extending your heart to people and doing that. And you can even do that in business. And uh, when you do that, it does, it comes back to you a thousandfold, doesn't it? That's absolutely correct. It was never about making money to us. I mean, we certainly enjoy it, but well, what it about, was it about for us was making a difference. And we set out to create a series of books that would touch lives one story at a time. And my personal mission statement is to inspire and empower people to live their highest vision in the context of love and joy. And whenever I'm doing that, the money seems to just come naturally. It does, doesn't it? It does. And uh, I guess it's Plato that said the example teaches. And I think the great thing about the books, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul books, is that they are just a group of examples, really, aren't they, Jack? They're a group of inspiring stories. No, it's true. We learn by the people we see and the people we listen to and the stories we hear, whether it's a story in the form of a movie or a book or sitting on the back porch talking with your grandfather. And I think what we've done so far is collect 6,000 stories into books that uh, really are telling everyone's story. And, and the stories, when you read them, they give you goosebumps, they inspire you, they make you say, wow, if they can do that, then I can do that. And that's really what we're trying to do with the books, and uh, I think we've been successful. I think you have. I think you've uh, created uh, a, a way for people to, in an enjoyable way, in sort of a fun way, because everyone likes to read a story. And, and the great thing about the stories in all of the books is there, I guess there are no more than two or three pages. Some are even just, you know, half a page. Yeah, most of the stories are about 1,200 words, three pages, and uh, I think the longest one we ever did was about 12 pages. It was a Tom Clancy story. It was just too good to pass up. Huh. Uh, but generally, you're right, they're very, very short. And that's the nice thing in this day and age where everyone's very busy on the run. You can read a story right before you go to bed or up in the morning when you're just to motivate yourself for the day, to inspire yourself. There's and so- uh, it's not the kind of thing you have to stay up till 4 in the morning reading to finish. Or, or the kind that you have to sort of underline and you know, highlight and go back and sort of you know, look, review your notes, you know? In terms well, you know, of- the reason people underline books is because they're concepts, and the concepts are hard to remember. But a story is easy to remember. Oh, and that's you. why when the concept is contained in a story, the story goes into the unconscious mind and stays there forever. Just like if you have an experience, you'll never forget that experience. But you'll lose and forget most of what you learned in high school. I could give a and the average American right now can't pass an American history test, but they can tell you all about the people they dated, what happened when they were playing football, etc. Mm-hmm. Now, there's over 61 titles. Can you tell us what sort of the most unusual title is in the series? Probably we, one that we hadn't planned to do. It was a Chicken Soup for the Surviving Soul, and it was a book that came out, again, of being of service. One of my staff members' mothers got breast cancer, mm-hmm. and we started sending her stories of people who had survived cancer, and uh, just to motivate her to realize you didn't have to die from this. And as a result of that, a year later, she came back with two banker's boxes full of stories and said, you guys have a book here. Wow. And literally, that's, that became a book. Sort of wrote it by accident. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Huh? When, when you look at the, uh, the story, some of the stories are great. I mean, some of them, I, I guess, I don't know, when did the first Chicken Soup for the Soul come out, uh, Jack? It came out in 1993 in July. We're just yeah. about to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Isn't that cool? Special edition coming out? Uh, actually, there is. It's called uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living Your Dreams. It'll come out in August. And it has, uh, the first time we've ever written a how-to section, there's a uh, 60 pages of how to live your dreams, what I call the 10 steps to success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's 60 stories of people that are illustrating those steps. Right. 
Fabulous. Now, uh, the stories, where, where, one of the greatest stories, by the way, I, I enjoy is the one where the fella is walking on the beach. I don't know if you remember this. I think you wrote this. And, and he sees a native. You know, he's on an island uh, sort of nation. He sees a native in the distance. The native keeps bending down, throwing something in the, in the ocean. Right? So he, 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 finally, he gets to the native. He goes, what are you throwing in the ocean? He says, well, I'm throwing uh, starfish in the ocean because if I don't throw them in, they'll, they'll suffocate. They'll, they'll die. He goes, what? How are you going to make a difference? You know, he says, Matt, he says, how are you going to make a difference? Yeah. There's millions of starfish. So many of them. Thousands of yeah. beaches. You're not going to... And he takes one, he throws it in the ocean, and he goes, I did for that one. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and it's just a brief... I mean, literally, you take that story, and it's not much longer than that, the story. Yeah. No, it isn't. And, and, and it's so, it does give people goosebumps, and, and they sit back in their chair, and they look at you, and they go... Yeah, you're right. And, and you've managed now to change their whole way of thinking with a brief story. Where do you get the stories from, Jack? Well, originally, Mark and I were uh, speakers, still are, and uh, we just collected stories to use in our talks, and we got them from other speakers, audio cassettes we listened to, books we read, uh, Parade Magazine, Reader's Digest, mm-hmm. you name it, we, we, we got it. And literally what happened, the first book came about because someone said, that story about the puppy you told tonight, is that in the book anywhere? My daughter needs to read that. Okay. And I said, no. And about a week later, a guy said, that story about the Girl Scout you told that sold all those cookies, is she in a book anywhere? And I said, no. And I was coming home on the plane, I thought, you know, people keep asking me if these stories are in a book. They ought to be. So that's how we came together to put the first book together. Isn't okay. that now, uh, you're speaking on June, June 19th. That's right. Is that correct? For the High Achievers Network. Can you tell us a little about what's going to be going on with that? Well, I've written a book with Mark called The Power of Focus, and the promise in the book is to double your income and double your time off in two years or less. And we've now achieved that promise with thousands and thousands of people. And so we decided to put all that in a book. And basically what I'll be talking about are the principles and techniques in the book and how to apply them to your life. And we'll be talking about the principle of taking 100% responsibility. I teach a model called E plus R equals O. It says events plus responses equal outcomes. And if you don't like your outcomes, you can't change the events. Like, we can't change the Gulf War or the economy, but we can change our response to it. And I talk about that in just a lot, a lot of ways. I talk about how I read uh, two hours a day, and uh, my mentor, W. Clement Stone, said that uh, if you cut out an hour of TV a day, because the average American is watching six hours a day, that's one-fourth of your life, by the way, watching television, uh, you'll gain an additional 365 hours a year to read, that's divided by a 40-hour work week. That's nine and a half weeks. That's over two months of reading time. And I'll go into all of these principles very specifically, giving people a master plan for their life so they can move from where they are to where they want to be. And it's like a connected dots puzzle. If you do what I teach you to do, you will double your income and double your time off in two years or less. Isn't that interesting? Folks, we're talking to Jack Canfield. He's author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, and uh, we would say he's author of the book, but we have to say today he's author of 61-plus books, and uh, he's going to be actually appearing, and you can actually... Folks can sign up to go um, uh, listen to you speak at the Burbank Hilton. Is, is, is that right, Jack? That's correct. And it's June 19th. Coming up uh, at 6.30 a.m.? And for more information on this, you call David Bear uh, at 888-886-6745, extension 360. And we're going to be getting him on here a little bit later uh, after we're done with you. Sure. Let me ask a question before we do that, uh, Matthew, of Jack. Let me ask you, this new book, now what is the book called, Jack? It's called The Power of Focus, 
How to hit your business, personal, and financial goals with absolute certainty. The power of focus. Okay. And what you're saying, because this is interesting. I don't want to let this slide by us here, Matthew. Mm -hmm. I'm writing down the power of focus, folks. You might check that out. Is it on the stands yet? Oh, yeah, it's been on the stands for about seven months. Oh, okay. We'll have to get our hands on that. And you're, the, the, the sort of paradigm for this uh, structure where people can double their income and reduce the amount of time they're actually <laughs> you know, spending uh, doing it by uh, it's E plus R equals O. Events plus response equals outcome. Right. That's the core principle. And the second core principle is, is habits. 90% of our behavior is habits. Like most of your listeners live in towns where there might be two, three, four hundred restaurants. They eat at the same five or six restaurants all the time. And life is like that. We have this huge smorgasbord of possibilities that we can do and be and have, but most of us do the same five or six things all the time. And those habits, whether they're work habits, study habits, uh, way we, habits the way we manage our money, habits the way we treat our body, we have to change those habits because if the habits you currently have we're going to give you what you want. They would, what you want would have already showed up, and it hasn't. So we have to add new habits to our life, and we can do that about four to five habits a year, and in five years we have 20 to 25 new habits that will take us exactly where we want to go. Fascinating. Now, what, about, what would you say to people, though, Jack, that say, hey, you know, I'm pretty successful. I've, uh, you know, I've got a successful business. I, I'm, I have a, a successful family and all of that. Um, you know, uh, why, uh, why should I change my habits? My habits have been very successful. In the past, uh, I'm, I'm doing what I've always done, and uh, it's always worked for me in the past. Well, I rarely meet anyone who doesn't want more. When we surveyed 4,500 business people and asked them what they wanted, we found three major answers came up over and over and over. One was more time, more money, and better balance between family and work. And I, when I speak to an audience, I say, how many of you, if I had more money, would say, no, I don't want it? If I had more free time, would say, no, I don't want it? Have more balance in your life, I don't want it? Nobody, nobody takes the offer. Everyone wants more money, more free time. And, and more balance. So I don't, I've never met anyone who didn't want more. It might have been more peace, more, you know, whatever. But the point is, we're an aspirational culture. Everyone aspires to be better, to do better, to have more, to be more. And so I, I just don't run across people like that. It's true. It's true. And also, society is changing, isn't it, Jack? The, the, the whole world around us is changing, and uh, we have to change with it, don't we? Exactly. We can't keep doing the same things we used to do. I'll give you an example. I have a friend who's a Lexus dealer, and during the Gulf War, everyone started watching TV, stopped coming in to buy Lexuses. And so he said, if we keep doing what we've been doing, which is putting ads in the newspaper, waiting for people to come in, we're going to go out of business. So what they said is we have to change our response to this event called the new economy of the Gulf War. What they did was they started taking their cars in fleets of five or six, to where the rich people were, polo matches, the yacht basin, to parties in Beverly Hills and Westlake Village. And they said, here's, what, here's the deal. If any of you ever test-driven a, a Lexus, people would say no. They'd say, well, you'd like to do it now. They'd say, sure. And then they'd come back and say, how would you like to drive our car for a week? We'll take yours back to the shop for a week. They'd trade cars. After a week, have you ever driven your old car? got in a new car and then got back in your old car? Yeah. I'm doing it now because I, I rented. I, you know, I got my car got smashed and I'm renting a car and I have this beautiful Saab and I don't, I don't know if I want my Volvo back. See? 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 <laughs> they started selling more Lexuses after that than they were before the Gulf War but they had yeah. to change what they were doing because the world is constantly changing. Inspirational marketing, isn't it? Fascinating. Yeah, totally. So folks, check that out. Again, uh, we're on the line with Jack Canfield. He is the author of uh, Chicken Soup 
for the soul, and uh, you can check it out. Uh, is there is there a place that people can go to find out more about Chicken Soup for the, the Soul? Chicken soup for the soul? Is that it? Chicken sure, Soup for the www.chickensoup.com. Yeah. That's a good one. I read an interesting article on your website the other day, Jack, when I was doing some research, and you had written a response to an editorial in the New York Times right? that I think is kind of interesting, where I guess they'd written an editorial basically uh, sort of downplaying the role of self-help and the self-esteem movement, if you will. Right. And I thought your response to that was quite interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I don't remember exactly what I said because I wrote that nine months ago, but mm-hmm. basically we've been attacked a lot saying, you know, you should never tell kids they're good, you shouldn't praise them, etc., all the mm-hmm. self-esteem work in the schools is a waste of time because it, it doesn't really build self-esteem. And uh, my experience is from 25 years of working in the self-esteem movement that basically uh, kids do need to have their self-esteem built up. And when they do, they achieve better. They stay in school longer. They get higher grades. They try out for sports. I teach something called the poker chip theory of self-esteem. It says uh, if you have more self-esteem, it's like having more poker chips. You're more willing to risk in life. And so, to me, I've developed a curriculum for schools. We have it in over a 1,000 schools in California. And uh, my guess is you remember more of what I said from having read it than I do. So maybe <laughs> you want to add it to the show. Matthew, would you explain to Jack what that's all about? <laughs> <laughs> would you please remind Jack what he wrote? Yeah. Exactly. I can imagine it. It must be uh, swirling. Well, you do have folks helping you write these books, don't you, uh, Jack? Well, we do. We have co-authors on all of the books. I actually did write that letter to the New York Times, but yeah. as I said, it's a long time ago, and I give yeah. the speeches on self-esteem yeah. every yeah. day. But each book we've done, except for seven, has a co-author. And one of the principles I teach is you can get a lot more done if you share the work and share the wealth. Right. Um, so we have we're, we're, we give away a lot in order to get more things accomplished. Exactly, and that's what it's all. Do you ever do you we 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 espouse the same kind of philosophy, and we hear this from other folks as well. Um, and it's hard for people to understand. Hey, but hey, what about me? How do I get my share? It's doggy dog work, like I said before, and it's it's difficult sometimes for people's uh, you know to, to shift their thoughts that. Hey, if you do put more in, it's it's just going to naturally happen. Uh, do people find that difficult sometimes? Or, or I think people do because often if you do the wrong things, you don't get the right result. So people begin to go. Effort doesn't pay off. Right. It's right effort that pays off. Yes. And uh, so I think you have to. Uh, people give up and they they lose hope if they yes. don't have the right tools. And yes. unfortunately, in our American education system, only ten percent of kids ever get taught how to set a measurable goal. Isn't that uh, something? 97% of people, based on a recent survey in America, do not have written goals for the year 2003. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, we, we, I, I, I myself have a number of useless degrees that I've obtained, advanced ones at that, and I think about the consulting business and my advertising agency and the radio shows I do, and I think about all of the things I, I end up delivering to people, and for the life of me, I can't, yeah, I can't draw any correlation back to my education <laughs> except for maybe some great people that are contact but 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 i think about like the dale carnegie course that changed my life right and that's where i learned goal setting well when's the last time you had to use the seven causes of the civil war or the five exports of argentina you know you just <laughs> exactly. never did and yet that's what we learn in school instead yeah. of how to communicate how to set goals how to build our self-esteem how to take responsibility how to resolve conflicts without violence these are the yeah. life skills that, you know, when you don't have them, lead to divorce, lead yes. to bankruptcy, 
And not raising our children. Yeah, that's right. Children that end up being errant. And, 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 right. And so we must take responsibility to read books, go to seminars, listen to tapes. That's why the seminars we offer and the books we do and the tapes, it really is, it's the kind of alternative education that we yeah. never got. Yeah, reminds me of my friend uh, Maury Sheckman, uh, author of the book uh, Working Without a Net. He, he talks about this often, is that uh, when we don't uh, hold ourselves accountable and hold others accountable to that higher uh, goal, then we're not doing ourselves or them a favor either, are we? So it's no, it's that. true. Yeah. Well, Jack, thank you so much. Again, we're going to get somebody on the line. That Matthew. Dave, Dave, who is it? Dave Bear from the High Dave Bear. And yeah. he's going to tell us a little bit about uh, how folks how can come, can come uh, out and see you on June 19th. To see you. And also, folks, uh, remember uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Go to chickensoup.com. And uh, let's uh, thank uh, Jack for being on the show. Thank, thank you so much for being with us, uh, Mr. Jack. Hey, anything else people should be looking out for, Dave? There, Jack? Uh, I just... Um, we have eight books coming out next year, so just, eight keep, books. just keep going to the website, and you'll find out which no, ones no, they no, are. He's dying to see no, no, what they're on. Is, <laughs> is, there a, is there a Chicken Soup for the Video Gamer Soul uh, in the works right now? No. There is not, but because of you, we'll do our best. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneur Soul will be coming that, out in no, no, that, no, that we can well, we might have to. We might have to have you back to talk about that one. For I'll be glad business. to do it, and we'll report on the video game books. Super right. Thanks a lot, Jack. Thanks a lot, Jack. Take All care. Right, take care, guys. You bet. Folks, that was Jack Canfield. He's author of the book Chicken Soup for the Soul, or the book, 61 of them. And uh, go check it out, chickensoup.com. And by the way, if you're listening to the show and you caught the end of our interview with Jack Canfield, you might want to go to the website to hear the entire interview, which I thought thought this was a fun fun interview we had. Go to www, which Matthew reminds me, I don't have to say, smallbusinesshour.com. That's smallbusinesshour.com. Just go there, and you'll find a whole bunch of uh, you know uh, audio files where mm-hmm. you can uh, listen to shows that we've had uh, with all kinds of people and you can check out the interview we just concluded with Jack Canfield and if you want to hear oh I'm sorry go ahead Matthew oh yeah well, I'm just pointing out that there's a number of shows you can hear read all of our past articles uh, basically a whole library of everything and uh, yeah. thousands of uh, new site thousands launch of coming soon where we can find a new organization system find them even better oh and it'll be even easier to find stuff uh, yeah. we have also on the line with us someone who's going to tell us a little bit about yeah. uh, uh, the interview we have uh, with the High Achievers Network Mr. David Bear who uh, is going to tell us a little more about the seminar coming up on Thursday, June 19th, and a little bit about the High Achievers Network and uh, how people can get in touch with them and go see Jack Hanfield and people of his ilk. By the way, well, let me thank Dave. Dave, uh, uh, thank you for uh, helping us to uh, facilitate uh, having Jack on the show, and we had a, a great uh, a great interview, and appreciate that. Absolutely. You yes. bet. How can folks uh, uh, go uh, to this, uh, you know, to hear Jack speak and all that? Well, again, my name is David Bear with High Achievers Network, and our phone number is 888-886-6745. My extension is 360. Um, High Achievers Network is, consists of really of a, it's a personal professional development series mm-hmm. um, where actually every two months we bring in a, uh, one of the nation's experts on a different topic, yeah. such as you guys were just talking to Jack on the power of focus, and mm-hmm. he'll be speaking again June 19th at the Burbank Hilton. Um, we have different speakers throughout the year as well, so it's not just one seminar. We have a series of mm-hmm. speakers every two months that speak right. at both uh, the Burbank Hilton and the Anaheim Convention yeah, Center. And, and you shared with me earlier that you also do some free seminars for, for people. Can you explain that a little bit more? Absolutely. Um, how, we, how we do the advertising um, for it, and not only that, but to offer a service to companies, uh, managers and owners 
to come in and do a complimentary workshop for their sales force. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always nice uh, as a third-party reinforcement to come from somebody else, and we break down topics such as prospecting, original contact, wow. qualifying the client, nice. overcoming objections, uh, closing, following up with our clients, uh, areas like that. And we can customize that workshop based on the needs of the owner or the manager based on their people and their experience level. Good for you. And how, how long has, uh, by the way, people can go to highachievers.org maybe uh, well. and find out as well, can't they? How long has High Achievers been around, uh, Dave? Well, High Achievers Network started five years ago in Phoenix. And uh, we just opened up Orange County two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And this year, uh, opening up uh, L.A. starting uh, as of January. So we've right. had one program already. And Jack Camp will be our second program of the year. Fabulous. And there's a number of other uh, speakers uh, coming up, uh, well, I guess uh, throughout the year. And uh, looks like uh, Glenna Salisbury and uh, a number of other folks coming up for the future. Uh, Glenna's the only one I recognize, but I'm sure there's uh, these uh, are top. And really, we should say these are top, top uh, speakers. These are some of the most uh, popular speakers and authors in uh, in the country, aren't they? Absolutely. We've had uh, Les Brown. Uh, Roger Dawson on negotiating. Uh, right. Obviously, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack's partner in the Chicken Soup, the Soul series. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tom Hopkins. We have Joel Weldon yeah. coming up in September. Oh, Joel Weldon. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. And selling value, not price. That's right. Great for selling skills and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, for being uh, on the show. And again, uh, how can people get there, Matthew? Tell folks that are listeners how they can go listen to Jack speak. Yeah. Thursday, June 19th. What you want to do is you want to call David here. At 888-886-6745, extension 360. And you can also go to highachievers.org for more information. You bet. Is that right, uh, Dave? Anything else? Well, okay. if there's any, like I said, if there's any managers or owners of companies that are interested in having us come on and do a complimentary workshop, we can oh. kind of give a preview of the, of the programs as well as uh, bring some value to their to their to their meeting, a little something different. I should Here say that I should say that uh, Dave did this for the Dale Carnegie staff. So yeah, you know, I mean, if and and Tom Kiblin, the president of Dale Carnegie, is he's pretty picky about who he, he allows to speak to his staff. So, right. so yeah, we we appreciate working with Carnegie; they're great folks oh, yeah. over there as well. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dave, for facilitating, and we'll have to stay in touch because uh, you know we'll have to work together and uh, uh, help one another to bring information to our listeners and our uh, constituents. Thank you, Dave. Absolutely, and as I say, it's not what you learn; it's what you do with what you learn. So that's, that's right. why we put this series together the way we did. You bet. Thank you so much, All right. Dave. Thank All you. All right. All right, folks. Uh, that was uh, Dave with the High Achievers Network. Go check that out. Highachievers.org. Check. Check out the website. You can hear the interview we just concluded. You can how many shows on there? Boy, it's got to be 25, 30 shows on there. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Rotating them. There's a whole slew of them on there. Smallbusinesshour.com. We're put this one right on the homepage. Yeah. Every single week, you'll be able to uh, get yourself some updated information and uh, sign up for a business update. Just go there to smallbusinesshour.com. Will you do this? Will you have a profitable, a power-filled week? We will see you next Sunday with Seth Godin. Yes. Talk about uh, the purple, purple cow. cow. So we'll see you next Sunday. Take care.